A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got week two of the NRL trials kicking off this weekend. Of course, week one was the All-Stars game and we had the Brisbane Broncos took on the winner Manly Seagulls. Uh, not a Seagull, sorry, I think it is. Uh, not a heap to read into from the Brisbane game, realistically. The All-Stars game, not really a trial either, sort of a rep game, but uh, limited minutes for, for most people anyway, a heap of subs in the rain. Not a heap to dive into there either and, you know, different combinations and whatnot. So this week I'm more excited for the games that are coming our way. And look, um, it's a pretty good week of footy. Uh, if you're around in Sydney on Friday night, you should get out to Leichhardt Oval. 6pm, uh, the Canberra Raiders take on the Sydney Roosters. And then at 8pm, West Tigers take on the Manly Circles. Unfortunately, uh, weirdly enough, they are the first two games of the weekend. We don't have any team lists for them yet. I think they will start to trickle out over the next 24 hours or so. But I thought I would just go through the teams that have named their squads. Some of them are in alphabetical order. Some of them are in order of how they're going to play. So thank you to the clubs that have put them in order, how they're going to play. If you haven't, real kicking the dick to us fans and even bigger kicking the dick to us super coach players. Uh, we need to know who's playing where ideally. But it is what it is. The only teams that have named uh, the guys... Actually, I'll, I'll go through the whole week for you. So Friday night, the Canberra Raiders take on the Chooks. Tigers take on the Manly Seagulls from Leichhardt Oval. Saturday, we've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the New Zealand Warriors. That's from the Casey Field down there in Melbourne. The Melbourne Storm, they have named their squad, so we're going to go through them for you. Then on 6pm Saturday, we have got the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. Thankfully, both of these teams have named their squads. This one will be played at Barlow Park up there in Cairns, so we'll go through both of those teams. After that, Saturday, 8pm, we've got the Titans taking on the Broncos. Neither of those have named their squad yet. 4pm Sunday, we've got the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Penrith Panthers. No teams named there yet. Sunday, 6pm from Combank Stadium. Uh, so that's a double header as well. You've got the Sharks taking on the Panthers from Combank. And then you've got the Parramatta Eels taking on the Dragons from Combank. 4 and 6pm. No teams have been announced there. Then on Monday, uh, you've got the Newcastle Knights taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs from McDonald Jones. Uh, so 
Newcastle fans, you get the first chance to see your team this year. I assume they'll be pretty full of strength, or at least with their halves and everything, because they need to start to get that sorted. Uh, they haven't named their team yet, but Canterbury have, so we'll go through that team as well. So we've got four teams to go through today. Just to give you a quick squad analysis, some guys to keep an eye on. All these games will be on Fox, and you'll be able to get streams online as well. So if you do want to watch them, you will be able to. But I'm just going to give you some names from each trial to watch out for, tell you which guys are actually playing, which guys aren't, and and, uh, yeah, just a couple of Black Book guys and guys that could become relevant over the next few years. So the Melbourne Storm game, uh, they play on Saturday afternoon. What are they? 4 p.m. against the New Zealand Warriors. Warriors haven't named their team yet. But the Melbourne Storm, uh, of their real big guns that we'll be featuring, uh, you will see Harry Grant, you will see Cameron Munster, and you will see Brandon Smith, of course. These guys will not play in round one. I think some of them won't play in round two as well. I think Cheese and Munster missed the first two weeks. Grant will miss the first week's. So I think they'll get some decent minutes under their belt there. Obviously, keep an eye on how they use Grant and Cheese. Hopefully, we don't see Cheese jump into hooker. If, if he just plays 13, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays big minutes at 13 in this trial. That'd be a win for all of us. We would love that to see Harry Grant play big minutes uh, in the nine. Cameron Munster is obviously looking fit as a fiddle at the moment. So one to keep an eye on. He could be in for a huge season, the money man. Uh, I think they'll play decent minutes in this one, to be honest with you, just to get some, um, some playing time under their belt. Now, guys... Guys to watch. A real mixture of guys here. Um, Xavier Coates, he is one that I want you to keep an eye on. Uh, he's obviously arriving from the Brisbane Broncos. I think he'll be a real star down there this year. So how he's used, which side he's playing on, etc. I'm pretty sure he'll play on the left edge. Uh, but just keep an eye on him, obviously. Uh, Jack Howarth, a lot of you will see him for the very first time. It'll be the first time I see him running around in the Melbourne Storm jersey as well. So very, very excited to see him run around, whether he plays centre or in the second row. It'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. The Melbourne Storm, they have named their squad in alphabetical order, so we don't really know what side they're actually going to run out with, but I would assume uh, Jack Howarth, he would probably start in the second row. Maybe at centre. We'll see how it plays out. He might play a bit of both, I reckon, but definitely one to keep an eye on. Josh King, he will pull on the Melbourne Storm jersey for the first time since arriving from the Newcastle Knights. Very excited to see how he goes. We know that Craig Bellamy has a knack of taking front rowers that look seemingly pretty average or, or just, just decent and turning them into something special. Nick Kamini will also make his debut, well, not his debut, but his first game in Melbourne Colours coming down from the Canterbury Bulldogs. Jaden Nikarima, this will be his return as far as the NRL goes. Played in the All-Stars the other week. Really wasn't the sort of game or the conditions that suit uh, Jaden Nikarima, though. Uh, will Warbrick, this is one to keep an eye on. Guy that's come over from 7-7s seven can be a little bit hit and miss. Uh, we know how it is, but he's a guy that I think is worth keeping an eye on. He's a guy that could break into this back line at some point this season. My last Last guy to watch here before I get into my real deep black book guys is Tyron Wishart. I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes the utility at some point this year. If not, I think he will in the distant future. He can play hooker, halfback, 5'8", center, wing, fullback. He can do it all, Wishart. Uh, obviously the son of the great Rod Wishart, who was on our podcast a couple of weeks ago. So Tyron Wishart, one to keep an eye on there. As far as your deep black book sort of guys go, you know that we live and breathe for this sort of shit. A lot of these guys, you know, they might not feature in the future, but they're guys to keep an eye on 
because I think they've got the potential to feature for the Melbourne Storm. The first one is Grant Anderson. Now, he's a guy that came from the Northern Pride playing up there in the Q Cup. He's a center slash fullback. I probably think he's a better fullback than he is center, but he can play both roles. You can play him on a wing if need be. He would handle himself just fine. I think he could also handle himself in the six. So he's one to keep an eye on. I was really impressed with him last year, Grant Anderson. One to definitely keep an eye on. The fact that he's getting a shot in this trial probably says something. Uh, a front row to keep an eye on is Darius Farmer. I like him as well. Uh, come through Queensland Cup up there. Has done well for himself. So Darius Farmer, one to keep an eye on. One that I really like is Bronson Garlic. Now, he has played uh, 100-plus games of New South Wales Cup up here for Canterbury. And I think South Sydney's been at Canterbury for the last few years. Though. Of course, the son of Sean Garlic. Uh, says on their website he's a hooker. He's definitely like a second rower for me with a bit of upside. He can ball play as well. So keep an eye on Bronson Garlic. I think it was uh, 11 tries in 12 games last year for a second rower uh, in that Canterbury side. Pretty handy. So keep an eye on Bronson Garlic. I think he could be uh, the other guy. They're obviously, they're going to have Howarth sorry, replacing Felice Cafusi and Kenny Bromish. I wouldn't be surprised if Bronson Garlic is the other guy in a year's time that's going to be a starter there. Another guy here is uh, Wesley Lolo. Now, uh, he's a guy that has grown up in my local area. He has been a really good guy for the community for a very long time. Very good footballer as well. He has sort of bounced all around uh, NRL lower grades, New South Wales Cup. I believe he's playing with the Brisbane Tigers up there at the moment. I imagine this would be close to a last shot for Wes. Uh, he's a really good guy. He's got his own um, He's got his own clothing brand, Lolo Inc., so check them out. Uh, but Wes, I would love to see him get an opportunity. He's a guy that I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks into a team somewhere uh, at a later age. I think he's 26, 27 off the top of my head. He might be a little bit younger than that, but he's definitely not a young fella. Uh, so Wes, he's, he's hung in for a long time, done a lot of yards trying to make the best of his career and I wouldn't be surprised, well I mean I don't think anyone would be surprised if the Melbourne Storm managed to get the best out of him. If he's if he's in this team in a year's time, i got to tell you this won't really shock me. So Wes is a guy to keep an eye on. Very determined, can play, tough as nails, big body, uh, could be a really good guy as a bench forward for the Melbourne Storm over the next year considering all the guys that are leaving. So keep an eye on Wes, you won't miss him. Uh, the last guy to keep an eye on is a halfback. His name is Jonah Pezet, I believe it's pronounced P-E-Z-E-T. Now, he is a guy that the Melbourne Storm don't have him listed in their top 30 at the moment, but I saw a top 30 the other day that featured him in it. I wouldn't be surprised if he does get one of the last spots. That's sort of the rumor. Uh, I watched him play a couple of games online last year playing for the Melbourne the Melbourne have a team that they enter into the Jersey flag and the SG ball called the Thunderbolts or something. They're normally pretty average and um, they weren't bad last year to be fair in the Jersey flag but I watched their first four games or bits and pieces of their first four games. He scored a try in each of them so he's very good on his feet. So Jonah Pizet, Pizet I'm not sure how you pronounce it uh, but just keep an eye on him too. I, I don't think he'll start. I think he'll come off the bench. Uh, they're obviously pretty stacked at the moment the Melbourne Storm but pending who leaves over the next few years he's a guy uh, that could be relevant moving forward. So those are all my guys at the Melbourne Storm to keep an eye on. If I had to pick someone I'm most excited to see get an opportunity, uh, I'd probably say Grant Anderson. I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes. Jack Howarth, he would have to be right up there with them as well. Uh, Will Warbrick, obviously coming from Rugby Union, the sevens over there. Uh, can be a little bit hit and miss. I think we've got another seven star, which we'll talk about in a minute from the Cowboys that we'll see for the first time too. But the Melbourne Storm, obviously Grant, Cheese, Munster, three pretty big headline acts there, along with a heap 
of guys that I think are worth watching. Also, Jaden Nicaruma. Looking forward to seeing him in a system that he's been training in for quite some time. Pretty tough gig in the pissing rain, playing your first game in six years, uh, coming into a rep game like that with guys that you haven't really played with before outside of his brother, Cody. So looking forward to seeing Nicaruma. Wish him all the very best once again. Josh King as well, another one worth watching there. Uh, let's move to the Rabbitohs game. Now, this one is Saturday, 6 p.m. The Rabbitohs take on the North Queensland Cowboys up there at Barlow Park at Cairns. Uh, now, the Rabbitohs, they've named a couple of guys. None of their huge, big superstars. Uh, Blake Taff, he will play fullback like he did in the grand final last year. Jackson Paulo, he's wearing jersey number three, so you would have to assume he looks like he's in the box seat uh, to play left center for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, which I don't think is a huge shock for anyone, realistically. Uh, Lockie Elias, uh, he's in the seven. He's only played one game, but we know that he's going to feature in the side pretty heavily this year. So we wish Elias all the very best. A couple of other guys that are regular first graders. Harm Sele, he will start in the front row. Uh, Havili, he will play lock for the South Sydney Rabbitohs in this game. Obviously, Savili Havili, uh, Saliva Havili, sorry, who has come up from the Canberra Raiders. And then we've got Jed Cartwright, who will also feature in the second row. Paulo is probably the guy to watch here, playing left centre to see how he goes. Up against a pretty inexperienced Cowboys side. We'll get to them in a minute, but a good opportunity for Paulo to show what he's about. Um, could turn out to be a bit of a flat track for him. Ilias, pretty good game to debut in as well, or to play your first real game. He's got a couple of good forwards with him. Uh, a bit of strike out in the backs as well with Blake Taff as well, who he's had a combination with before up against this Cowboys side who's pretty inexperienced. So a good game for them. Guys to watch from South Sydney. There's a young fella on the wing. It's Zane Bidjarak, I believe it's pronounced. Apologies, I haven't heard it said. Uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on. There's been a lot of, I think he's in their top 30 this year. A lot of talk about him being another guy that could feature at some point, so one to keep an eye on. I thought that they would play him at centre. They've played him on the wing, which is interesting. They've also got the other centre to partner. Uh, Paulo is Josiah Carapani, who's another guy that I haven't seen personally, but I've heard a lot of people say good things about him, so one to watch there. Richie Kenner, he also returns in this game. He's been out of our game for a little bit off the top of my head. I haven't seen his name in quite some time. It's good to see him back. Uh, other guys to watch in this one. Peter Mamazellas, he will be the hooker. I think he'll be the long-term hooker at South Sydney. They let Josh Cook go for this guy. I think once Damien Cook is done and dusted, he's coming to the back end of his career. Definitely on the back nine. There's no doubt about that. Probably on the last three or four holes. Uh, I think this guy will be the next hooker. So Mamazellas, one to keep an eye on. Uh, Davey Mawali will partner Harm Sele in the front row. You all know I'm very, very high on this kid. I wouldn't say he's the next Payne Haas, but he's in the Payne Haas sort of mould. So one to keep an eye on there. Mawali, big fan. I've been tipped off by the NRL roast. Ben Lovett. I haven't seen him play myself. Uh, uh, but Roasty's tipped me off that it's from his local town, uh, and he's a very impressive character. So keep an eye on Ben Lovett. Roasty doesn't very often give me tips like this, uh, so the kid must go pretty good. So keep an eye on Ben Lovett. He will start in the second row as well over a couple of pretty handy forwards that are in this squad, so that might be saying something. Uh, another guy that's on their bench, speaking of handy forwards, we've got Talis Duncan. Now, Talis Duncan was with the Roosters Juniors a couple of years ago. You might remember a highlights package of him just absolutely murdering blokes with his shoulders. Uh, one of the best hitters in the junior grades right now. I haven't seen Talis play in probably a year or so, so I'll be very keen to see how he's traveling. Uh, in this game, I'm sure that other guys will be the same size of him. He tended to be a little bit bigger than your average bear back in the day when he was slamming blokes. So Talis Duncan, keen to see how he's going. Another guy to keep an eye on, you've obviously got Shaq Mitchell. He played in the All-Stars game, the brother of Latrell Mitchell. Uh, he will take a heap of confidence out of that game. So very keen to see how he goes coming back to this level. Lockie Gale, he's a local kid. He's come through the Wombat 
Cats, and I believe he's a Marcelin boy. Australian schoolboys a couple of years ago, front rower. Uh, you might have seen the other day, Latrell Mitchell had on his story one of the boys getting a massage, and he was in a bit of pain. That was Lockie Gale. One to keep an eye on there. Really good kid from what I've heard uh, with some ability. Obviously, an Aussie schoolboys last year or the year before. So keep an eye on Lockie Gale there. Uh, now, Nick Mugios. This is a guy that I actually haven't seen him play too much. Uh, I actually coach his younger brother, and I've seen him at training and stuff moving around. His younger brother's a very talented footballer, just one of those naturally gifted sort of guys. So Nick Mugios, he's one of these guys that and I'm just talking off the dome here from what I've sort of observed, that I think he's a classic guy that this is probably his last chance because of COVID. He hasn't played a heap of footy over the last two years. This is probably his last chance to impress. So backs against the wall sort of stuff, which is where you want to see guys. So best of luck to him and a lot of other guys that are in a similar situation here, I would imagine. But yeah, my pick of the bunch of guys to watch there is probably Davey Moali, Pete Mamazellis, and I'm very interested in Talis Duncan and Lockie Gale. But Jackson Paulo, he'd probably have to be the overall one starting at left center where we think he will play in round one. So big opportunity for him. Now they take on the North Queensland Cowboys who do not feature many regular first graders. Very few, in fact. The only guys that do get a feature, Brendan Elliott, if you want to count him coming from England, he's probably already played 50 first grade games or so. Uh, Dijan Arce, who has been very good, he's playing halfback in this game. We've seen him sort of play center, 5'8", wing, fullback He's been all over the place for the Cowboys. So good to see him lining up in the seven. Uh, now, the one that's interests me is Connolly Lumelu, who we know has played in the centers. He's played on the wing for the Cowboys the last few years. I posted about him on Instagram last night. If you're a Supercoach player, I hope you saw it. He's playing in the second row. Now, in Supercoach, is only available at CTW, which if you're a Supercoach player, you know is absolute gold. When he was playing out in the centers last year, he was a guy that averaged 30 base stats. Uh, now moving into the second row, that could push to 40, even 45 potentially. Hopefully he gets his hands on the ball a little bit more than what he was at center and a team not scoring points. So he's one to keep an eye on. Look, do I think he'll start in round one? No, I don't. But if he does come out and brain it in these trials and he's a guy that you could sneak onto your bench on draft day, uh, might not be a bad little play. He might become relevant in Classic 2. He's probably only an injury or two away from being relevant. Right now, though, I can't see him starting in round one for the Cowboys. But this is what trials is all about for guys to prove themselves. He's had a little taste of first grade experience. Uh, he's handled himself well coming into the second and row. If he rips and tears, we could be looking at, you know, a bit of a wish uh, you and Aitken there. So one to keep an eye on there is what Trials is all about. Uh, outside of that, you've obviously got uh, Griffin Neem, who played a little bit last year. I'm a fan of him. Red-headed fella. Looks the goods. Outside of that, a couple of guys with a bit of first-grade experience. Ben Condon. Um, outside of that, there really isn't a heap. Emre Perra. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, not a heap going on in this Cowboys side as far as your already experienced players. Guys, to watch that I've got in this team though the first one is Tom Shester he is playing fullback a guy that I haven't seen a heap of but I've heard a lot of people say a lot of positive things about so Tom Shester the fullback is one to keep an eye on uh, the winger now this is the other guy that is coming from uh, Fiji Rugby Sevens, I believe. I believe he won a gold medal at the was it Beijing Olympics, the ones that were last year. So a guy to keep an eye on there. His name is Yosefa, and I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Uh, Balawukari, something along those lines. Apologies, another one that I haven't actually uh, heard it said out loud. But he's coming from Rugby Sevens. A lot of people have a lot of raps on him. I believe there's a highlights package out there that I'm sure is very impressive. Always interesting with Sevens players, though. Of course, their highlights package is going to be impressive. They're some of the fittest athletes 
athletes uh, this side of the planet uh, going up against other teams with only seven players on the field, especially when you get to that rugby seven, you get two guys in the ruck. You know, it's five on five with 60 metres to work with. So see how he goes. Uh, fingers crossed he turns out to be the goods, but don't just assume he's going to be a superstar. We, lose, we see a lot of guys come from sevens and not be as successful as what people say. Uh, the lock forward in this game is interesting. It's Riley Price. I've spoken about him on Bloke in a Bar before. I'm a fan of him. He, of course, is the son of Steve Price. There's some pretty good pedigree there. Riley Price of the Cowboys, one to keep an eye on. Uh, Josh Chudley, the hooker for the Cowboys. I've always liked him. I, I've been a bit surprised that he hasn't sort of gone on. So keep an eye on Chudley and Griffin Neem. We already mentioned him as well. So they're all my guys from the Cowboys. You've got Zach Labert and Kyle Labert, two brothers there to keep an eye on. Jaden Hodges, I think he played a while ago. I always liked him when he played too. So he's on a bench getting an opportunity. Patrick Kafusi in Jersey 14. So a couple of guys to have a look at from this Cowboys side. I will be expecting the Rabbitohs to win that one and win that one pretty comfortably. Uh, but a good opportunity for the Cowboys uh, to test out some real youngsters and see how they go there. Plenty of guys that I haven't heard of either. Bernard Lewis is another one that's come through the grades and been impressive. Not really sure where he's been the last year or two though. So for him to arrive at the Cowboys, good to see how he goes. But yeah, Lumay Lou, he's probably the one that I'll be watching the closest uh, from this Cowboys side just to see how he goes. Brendan Elliott, you're keeping an eye on as well. Tom Shester, this fullback, one to watch too. So yeah, not a heap going on there, but a couple of guys to watch so we can point out to you there. Keep an eye on the 13, Riley Price as well, son of Steve Price. Now, Let's move to the last team that has been named at the moment. And funnily enough, it is the team that is the furthest away. The Canterbury Bulldogs take on the Newcastle Knights up there in Newcastle on uh, Monday afternoon, Monday night, Monday night, 7 p.m. on Monday. Uh, so we'll have a look at the team that the Canterbury Bulldogs have named. As expected, they've got a lot of changes heading into this season. So they have named the vast majority of their squad. I think the only guy sort of missing is Fox, Burton, a couple of others. They're probably the two main ones, though. So I'll go through the mainstayers that the Canterbury Bulldogs have named for this trial. We have got Jake Avarillo, Beyond Iodo, Matt Dufty, Kyle Flanagan, Tavita Pangai Jr., Jack Hetherington, Josh Jackson, Jeremy Marshall King, Ockenbore, Aaron Scoot. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Joe Stimson, Thompson, Topanay, Vaughn, Waddell, and Wakeham. Guys that I find interesting this one, obviously Avarillo, Flano, and throw Wakeham in there, battling it out for that halfback jersey to partner. Uh, young Matty Burton, who's not in this game. Good three-way battle there. You'd have to think Avarillo's probably in front at the moment. Beyond Iodo, we're hearing that he is putting a lot of pressure on Jeremy Marshall King to play in the nine jersey. I've always said... Beyond Iota, regardless of what Canterbury fans tell me, he looks like more of a hooker than me than a halfback. So interesting to see how he goes. Him and Jeremy Marshall King will be a good matchup. Matt Dufty, Paul Vaughan, both coming from the Dragons. Good little test for them. Looking forward to seeing Matt Dufty. I think he's got a lot to offer this season in this side if they play the way that I think they will, which is pretty upbeat with, with a lot of offloads. Dufty could be anything. Uh, Paul Vaughan as well, backs against the wall. It's before McCanterbury will go to England, essentially, for me. He was a kangaroo a couple of years ago, so if he can get back to that form, 
form. Could be anything. Tavita Pangai Jr., we're hearing we're, they're going to play him out on an edge. We're also hearing, uh, hearing, we're also Hetherington that hearing. We're hearing that Hetherington will also play out on an edge. So interesting to see how they balance Tavita Pangai Jr., Hetherington, and of course, their skipper, Josh Jackson. You've also got RFM coming back during the year. So interesting to see how that all works out. Whether TPJ plays middle or on an edge, what Jack Hetherington does as well. It's an interesting little one. You might see Jackson playing 13, which Personally, I'm not a huge fan of. I'd rather maybe TPJ at 13. Uh, Ockenbohr, you'll see him on a wing. Uh, Thompson, good to see him return. Topene is an interesting one. I think he's one of the better players at Canterbury, to be honest with you. I think he's very underrated. I think Trent Barrett hasn't been uh, as big a fan of him as what I have been over the past year or so. So hopefully he can have, have a big game here and perform. Waddell, Wakeham, pretty stock standard for the rest of that squad there. But you will get a general idea of what the Canterbury Bulldogs will look like in saying that. They will be missing essentially the entire left edge. You'll be missing Burton, Naden, and Josh Adokar there. So interesting times. For me, some young guns to keep an eye on at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Three names you probably already know, especially if you listen to this podcast. First one is Josh Cook. He's come from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's a hooker there. As I said, I think Biondo Odo is putting a bit of pressure on Jeremy Marshall King. And I think Josh Cook is probably the hybrid of Biondo Odo and Jeremy Marshall King. So it depends what sort of hooker they want. Very good guy, Josh Cook. So I wish him all the best going over to Canterbury for playing his first game in the blue and white. Very exciting times there. Might even try and get it. No, it's in Newcastle. I will not get out to that game. That was a porky. Uh, another guy which you all know about. I've been talking about him for 18 months or so. Paul Alamotti. Uh, we've tipped him off to you at the start of last year or the year before. Uh, very impressive center. It seems like he is in this first grade squad now. We saw I saw images of him doing a bit of media. Thank you Josh, my brother, that sent that to me. Uh, him doing a bit of media uh, and you know putting on the jersey and in the change rooms, holding the football up to the Fox League cameras. So uh, as much as that's a small thing, probably says to me that he is going to play a role at some point this year and if he absolutely brains it uh, it could be anything. I think that he is probably competing with Aaron Shoup uh, for the right centre spot. I would have Shoup before Alamotti at the moment but it won't be long before this kid forces his way in so one to keep an eye on. One for your Supercoach Classic teams this year too. Uh, the ask guy is Hoffman. He has come over from the West Tigers. Back rower, played for Queensland a couple of years. I do like him. Probably haven't seen enough of him of what I have seen. It looks like he's got a bit of promise to him. Only thing is, Canterbury, they have back rowers and good back rowers coming out of their ass. RFM is going to return in a couple of weeks too, so there will be more back rowers to pick from there. So a tough gig, but one to keep an eye on. But yeah, Josh Cook, Alamotti, they're probably the two young guns as far as black book sort of guys go that I'm very excited to watch. Beyond Iodo, I'm very keen to see how the halves go and just how their back row sort of works out as well. It's going to be interesting between Tavita Pango Jr., Hetherington and Josh Jackson as well. Could be a bit of a new look Canterbury side. Uh, it'd be great to see Canterbury team play when once Matt, Matty Burton does return. Really looking forward to how it's all going to come together. And this is one of the teams I'm more interested uh, to watch play. Look, guys, that's the four teams that have been named so far. A little deep dive into all of those four squads and guys to watch out for. As the next few teams come out, we will jump on and do this. We're actually going to a wedding on Friday. So hopefully all the teams are out by then and we can do a review of all of them and just give you a couple of tips of guys to watch. We'll wait until there's another three or four announced. I wouldn't be surprised if they're all announced this afternoon or by this afternoon, though, to be honest with you, or probably latest, I would assume, tomorrow. So we'll have a few more of these coming for each and every team. I don't, I'll just do it in whatever order they come out when I can group a few of them together. Thank you. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.